running. Hey guys, this is part two of today's episode. If you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 73 first before proceeding past this point. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 until you have listened to part one of this episode. So much drama, so little time. Let's continue on with the show. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus on the case again this week. I am here to uncover the biggest mystery of modern times. Jake Edwards and Sophie Goodelin's split. This relationship and sequence of events is a bigger mess than me after 10 cocktails in a VIP booth. So I've done my absolute best to piece all of the information we have together with all of the new information I have discovered this week from friends close to the couple. I am just over here piecing the pieces together like a fucking puzzle MacGyver. The only logical way I think I can break it all down and explain it logically is with a timeline, a timeline that doesn't seem to add up. So bear with me while I do my best to dissect this mess. So in November, Jake finished filming Married at First Sight. A week after filming wrapped, as we know, Jake and Beck chose to stay together after the show. Shock horror. Beck visited Jake in Melbourne, as she revealed on the podcast last week. Then over New Year's, Jake visits Perth and spends some time with Beck. They have a fight. And then on January 31, Jake kisses Booker at 12 o'clock on New Year's Eve. Then on January 3, he breaks up with Beck. Cut to early February when they film the reunion. He reunites with Beck. But not only that, the day after... He sleeps with former Married at First Sight star Mel Lucarelli, which recently came out in the press. Now, this is where things get interesting. Things start to heat up hotter than a bottle of sriracha sauce. So Beck revealed on So Dramatic last week that Jake had a secret girlfriend on the outside during filming named Tammy. Tammy only found out that Jake was doing the show when it broke in the media, when he was leaked. Now, Tammy has since reached out to Beck and told her everything as Beck relayed in the podcast last week. If you haven't listened to that interview, I suggest that you go back and listen to that if you want the backstory on this Jake and Sophie split. It is vital. Now, Tammy and Jake were in contact the whole time during filming. So it's like another Bryce and Courtney 2.0 saga. She was even staying over at his house during filming And after filming, she even stayed over at his house the day after Beck left Melbourne in November when she was visiting him. Then Jake ghosted her a week later and started dating Sophie. Now, Beck did say on the podcast that she had text messages from this girl. She had the receipts to prove it. So one of the messages reads, I wasn't sure if I should reach out or not. Just wanted to say, I really hope that you are okay after this complete shit show of a show which has been aired. I haven't gone through what you have, but I've also been played and used by Jake. 
We spent a huge chunk of time together and remained talking throughout the entire experiment and even a week leading up to his new relationship with Sophie when they were away together. I then received a text from him, then he disappeared. I have no intention of speaking out about it. It just seems like he keeps doing it and will never be happy. I really do hope that you are okay. Remain strong. Then after the podcast dropped, Beck then got another message from another girl. It read, Hey girl, I just listened to your podcast this morning and feel disgusted for two reasons after finishing it. One, that people actually don't give you credibility on what you're saying. And two, because the exact same thing happened to me with Jake as the other girl. I was seeing Jake up until a week before he went on the show brackets was kind enough to actually tell me days before lol and then when he got back not sure why he bothered going on the show and doing everyone dirty when everyone has receipts hope you're well after all of this wow so that is already what another two girls now back to the timeline (laughs) stay on track megan stay on track march 18 Jake was spotted by So Dramatic listeners in Byron Bay with his new girlfriend, Sophie. Unbeknownst to us, he had just broken up with two other girls at the time. Now, not only that, Beck also claimed in the podcast last week that Sophie was actually talking to Jake the whole time during filming. Then for about a month, Jake and Sophie pretty much teased their relationship. They posted cryptic things they posted videos where jake was clearly visible but pretending that they were hiding it from the entire nation leading us to basically speculate about the relationship for an entire month cut to april 19 when married at first sight ended jake and sophie officially go public with their new relationship with a dramatic beach photo shoot which imo was just way too much, way too soon, and way too much white linen for one lifetime. Then the following day on April 20, Jake and Sophie do a tell-all podcast on her personal podcast. They clear up the timeline because a lot of people were obviously asking what the hell's going on. They said that they were together for six weeks, which would take us to about the time they were spotted in Byron Bay. So apparently they only started dating when they were in Byron Bay together, which How the hell do you just start dating when you meet in person? Then in another sentence, they kind of slipped up because they said that they were talking whilst the show was filming, which checks out with what Beck said. And then I think they also said they'd been together for six months. So look, there was about four different stories from those two. I was just listening like, did they forget to edit this out or did they realize that they basically contradicted themselves a million different times in a million different ways. Anyway, back to the timeline. For the next three weeks, we were basically blessed with constant loved up photo shoots. White linen, beach shots, kiss, repeat. Back to the timeline, back to the timeline. So last weekend on May 8, Jake announced that he's moving to Queensland to be with Sophie. On May 9, the following day, Jake revealed his new tattoo of Sophie's name. They then spent Mother's Day together with her children at a waterfall. Then, all of a sudden, the unthinkable. Plot twist. May 10, aka my birthday. (laughs) Just 10 hours after announcing he was moving to Queensland to be with the love of his life, Sophie, Sophie removes 
all traces of Jake from her social media. And obviously, rumors then start circulating that they have split. But that wasn't the only clue fueling the rumors. Sophie removed all photos and videos of him from Instagram. The dramatic beach pictures they did for their big reveal, gone. Wouldn't it have been way better if instead of deleting the photos, she edited the captions with like savage comments like his ex page did when they broke up. And that would at least explain to us what the hell was going on. Jake and Sophie then both unfollowed each other on social media on Instagram. Jake then flew back to Melbourne. Sophie then removed the podcast episode her and Jake did from all streaming platforms and it is still currently not available. Then Sophie posted a screenshot complaining about all of the questions and comments she was receiving about Jake. She wrote, love this for me, dot, 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 every single day. And the questions were like, thoughts on Beck? Jake is a cheater. Jake cheats on you, using you as a rebound. You know Jake cheats, right? He cheated like three times and dated you a week later and he's using you. And then it just kind of went on. Then Jake turned off comments on his Instagram page. Then later that day, someone sent me a comment saying, I wonder if this is a result of Sophie listening to Beck on the So Dramatic podcast and realizing that all of these girls Jake allegedly cheated on Beck with seemed to overlap when she was with him too, meaning that he cheated on two women at the same time. Cut to May 11, the following day. Another girl contacts me saying that Sophie is planning to listen to the podcast. They said, hey, Sophie's gonna listen to your podcast with Beck. I've been chatting to her. And I said, oh, why? She said, I just told her she should listen. Usually she never responds, but she's been quiet the last few days with her and Jake, which is weird because they've been like blasting it. I told her she should really listen to it because there's a lot of women around when even they began dating. She asked me to summarize it for her. So I did. And then she asked for a link to the podcast so she could listen herself. The next day, May 12, Sophie continues posting a number of cryptic things on social media, alluding to the fact that her and Jake have definitely split. She posted a photo of herself where she looked like she'd been crying and she posted 1111 underneath it with a very cryptic caption. She then put one beach photo back of her and Jake, but she changed the caption. I think it was something about there always being a rainbow or something loved up like that. Then she changed the caption to say, my best and worst traits are the same thing. I love too much. Not I love you too much, just I love too much. The next day on May 13, Sophie releases a new podcast titled How to Set Clear Boundaries and Take Back Control. She then shared this on her Instagram story and she put a little comment saying, how do I respond when someone crosses my boundaries? Very cryptic indeed. Then she also posted a video. I'm going to play that for you guys now. In NLP, we have these kind of like sayings where we change our language patterns in order to reflect and internalize our own belief systems. So we're either at the core or the effect of everything in our lives. So it could be that you didn't get your work done today and you're like, because X, Y, Z, this person did this, this happened to me. I um, got caught in the rain. Whatever it is, you're being at cause in your life. You're allowing everything else to come in front of why you didn't actually make it happen. When you start to own your shit and take back the 
reason as to why you're at cause, it's all because of you. Everything you do in your life has a consequence. Everything you do in your life, you're at cause of. So if you literally just make that shift between why to you could have a coach or you could have somebody standing by you to pull you up every time you do this. But at the end of the day, it is self-reflection and being able to pull yourself up on your own bullshit, being able to cut through your own ego and understanding that you're here today because of you and your actions. And until you start actually owning that, life is never going to change for you. So replace the why and all of the reasons and excuses and all the bullshit that you're telling yourself and put it back on yourself as to how you got here today. I'm on the topic. This week's episode that just launched today is on boundaries, how to set boundaries, how to assert yourself, how to come from a place of love, how not to start a conversation with the mood that you're currently in. Take me as an example. If you're trying to assert yourself or set your boundaries or be really clear in what you will or won't tolerate, make sure that you are coming from a place of calm. It's not in a heated environment. It's not after an argument. Boundaries are not there to manipulate or control somebody. They're there to protect yourself. Um, if you're like me, I have black boundaries, which are if somebody crosses me on those boundaries, they're instantly removed from my life. Easier said than done. However, this week's episode, you can swipe up. So read between the lines as you will, but it seems like A, Sophie is not in a good mood, as she mentioned, and B, she has a very, very direct message for a certain someone, it seems. Now, a close friend of Sophie's has dished a little bit of tea about this video and the behavior on social media, and they said, I feel like this is what she does. She did it when she was breaking up with her ex-husband, Nathan. She would overshare on Instagram, get criticized for it, and gain a lot of attention because of it. Then she would delete everything, remove herself off social media for a few days, stating that she's being trolled, and then she would do it all over again. Sophie reminds me of high school where you would post an emo quote or song on MySpace, <laughs> RIP, and people would be like, oh my God, are you okay? She gives a lot of clues and then when people ask her what's going on, she shuts them down and goes on about boundaries. Then 10 seconds later, she goes back to oversharing. She's her own worst enemy. Now, let's talk about what Jake has been doing in the aftermath of this breakup. He has shared a number of videos of himself singing and playing the guitar to some very sad love songs. One song in particular he was singing in his story was about the end of a relationship slash cheating. A very interesting choice of song. Then Jake posted that he was in Melbourne and moving back to his parents' house. I think he was on the farm or something like that. And Jake still has some photos of Sophie up, but has deleted a few while she has deleted all of hers. So that is a sign in itself. My head is honestly spinning. This whole saga reminds me of that time when Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys got divorced just 72 days after their wedding, except this time it is 72 hours after the tattoo. Now for the question on everyone's lips. Are they broken up and why did they break up? Yes, I can confirm that they are definitely broken up according to a close friend of Jake's. Good thing they didn't do anything irrational like, you know, getting their names tattooed on each other. Phew. The close friend of Jake says, yes, they have definitely broken up. They are both extremely volatile and impulsive. 
They broke up after having a fight after Sophie went through Jake's phone and found out that he had been texting other women. Are you still texting bitches? Yes or no? They're- Are you still texting bitches? Yes or no? They're- Are you still texting bitches? Yes or no? Sophie dumped him immediately, but Jake tried to explain that it was just friends he was messaging. The age-old excuse. <laughs> That is why Sophie did that rant on her Instagram about boundaries that I just played and about reading your partner's messages and that partners shouldn't message other women and that it's inappropriate. She doesn't want Jake to have any female friends at all. Jake isn't coping and he's begging her to take him back. Sophie put the two photos back up as a way of telling Jake that she might take him back. An hour later, though, she had already deleted one of them. It is an extremely toxic relationship. I then asked this friend about the roses. So a little while back on one of the podcasts, I said that Jake had given Sophie these roses on February 14. Now, this friend actually says that that is not true. My source was wrong. They said that the roses were from her ex-boyfriend, Ryan, but Sophie posted them as a way to tease Jake as they were talking back then. So she was stringing Ryan along, but wanted Jake and used the flowers to make him jealous. Honestly, I could only dream to be this petty. The chaotic intensity of this relationship reminds me of primary school where I would have like five different boyfriends in one recess and then five new ones by lunchtime. But wait, there's more tea to be spilt on this saga. After the tea that was spilt by Beck on So Dramatic last week, a number of women have come forward claiming that Tammy wasn't the only girl Jake was seeing during filming. So I already mentioned two girls before that have come forward. Now, upon further investigation, it seems that he was also seeing a third girl named Nikki at the exact same time. I literally have a pen and paper next to me to keep track of this with a Venn diagram because my head is spinning. I cannot keep up with this. A friend of Nikki's got in touch with So Dramatic this week and said... I went to school with Jake's secret girlfriend during filming. So she actually thought that the girl that she knew about must have been the same girl that Beck was speaking about in the podcast. But when we traded notes, we actually realized that they were two completely different people who were both seeing him at the exact same time. This person explained, Nikki was seeing Jake before filming. She even looked after his dog during filming. Oh my God. Is this another Fraser and Cheyenne situation? I cannot even. I still have not recovered from that saga. They said, and she was recording a mental health style podcast from Jake's house during October to November while she was with him. The episodes dropped around the same time, but then all of a sudden after just three episodes, she stopped putting content out. The plot thickens. So I'm assuming that that must have been when he called it off with her when he got out of filming so the timeline is very messy by this point I think the timeline is actually out the window (laughs) I'm not surprised but still the audacity of this man but wait there's more another woman a fourth woman who has asked to not be named has claimed that she was seeing Jake in March this year so we have Tammy Nikki Beck the two other girls that came forward to Beck Mel Lucarelli, and now this woman. Let me read out what she said. So she actually sent this to me on the 18th of March, which if we go back to the timeline, is the same day that Jake was spotted in Byron Bay with Sophie. So she said, 
I have known Jake for over 10 years. We were supposed to catch up last week, but I had things on. He wanted to catch up before he left to Queensland. The next day, he has a new girlfriend. He has left a trail of women behind him. Then I asked her if she was dating him because it wasn't clear. And she said, no, friends with benefits. Then I didn't really hear anything else from her. And I just kind of forgot about it because I was like, okay, you know what? It was casual. Then on April 25th, she got in touch with me again. And she said, my goodness, reading all of this stuff about Jake and Sophie is utter bullshit. He was messaging me in March to catch up. I want to share the text with you, but I don't know if I want it published. Then the text reads, Jake wrote to her on the 7th of March. Let me go back to the timeline. That would have been when he was apparently dating Sophie, but just before they had met up in Queensland. He wrote, so when are we doing this? I can do Tuesday. Why don't you come to mine for a wine? She said, sounds good. Then on March 8, he wrote, what are you doing tonight? She said, I'm at my parents today. I was planning on coming home in the morning. Jake wrote, ugh was going to see if you wanted that wine tonight. She said, Dad's brought a heap of seafood for dinner. I can message you after. Otherwise, I'm free tomorrow. He said, yeah, message me later. I'm home all night. I would like to see your body again with like a little winky face emoji. She wrote, okay, we'll do. It's not as good as it used to be. He wrote, show me with another little winky face tongue out emoji. She's like, haha, I'm with my family. I will try. He did two winky face with the tongue out emojis. And then he wrote bathroom with like the hand thing. Then she wrote to me and said, and to prove that it's him, that's his number. And she screenshot his number, which I have confirmed from other contestants that it is indeed his number. Then she said, look, don't get me wrong. We were never in a relationship, just friends with benefits, but we would catch up casually. Apparently, he has been with Sophie since December, according to his brothers. Just shows where his head was at. He just loves the attention. We didn't catch up because as far as I know, he went to Queensland to see Sophie and we haven't spoken since. So basically, when he was with Sophie, he was texting other women, asking to meet up and asking them to send provocative nudes. Then she added... I have heard that Sophie is getting lots of messages from other women telling her about Jake messaging them. Then I said to her, I cannot believe how many girls he cheated on Paige with as well. And she goes, I know it's out of control. I know this because I was one of the many girls he was messaging when with Paige. So this girl has literally been like the side chick for Paige and Sophie and God knows who else. But wait, (laughs) there's more. Jake wasn't the only snake in this relationship. Numerous people have also come forward with receipts proving that Sophie was actually still with her partner Ryan when she started hooking up with Jake. One friend of Sophie's ex-boyfriend Ryan says, Jake did not buy those red flowers for Sophie, I don't believe. The week before he was on the scene, she was dating someone called Ryan. Ryan was in Sydney with Sophie around that time of the flowers and was going to the gym where he was a PT at together. They then provided photos of Sophie and Ryan together at this time with a timestamp. They went to a couple of events together, including his sister's birthday on February 3, I believe. They've also given photos to prove this. Sophie did say in the podcast with Jake that they were talking around the filming time, but she was 100% dating that Ryan guy. 
He even had an S with an eternity symbol in his bio for her. Legit, the next weekend, Jake was in Noosa with Sophie, so I really just don't get it. A second source who knows the couple, former couple, said Sophie was dating a Fitspo trainer as there was a photo posted on the 31st of January this year of her at a dinner. I'm assuming that Jake and Sophie have been dating for 8 to 12 weeks or so, maybe. On January 31, Sophie was with Ryan and his whole gym crew and they were telling everyone that they were a couple. A third friend of Ryan's says, FYI, Sophie was with Ryan just two weeks ago. So this one was sent on the 13th of March. So... They were together start of March, which overlaps with the time that Sophie and Jake both said that they were together. So back to the timeline, Jake apparently started seeing Sophie in December, possibly even before filming if we take Beck's word for it. The friend continued, the flowers were from Ryan when they were in Sydney together on February 15. She quickly gave him the flick for Jake. All I know is that she was messaging Jake behind Ryan's back then gave him the flick as soon as Jake was able to go public. The flowers in Sydney were all from Ryan, hence why she has now deleted them off her Instagram. Okay, so I will admit it seems that I was wrong about the flowers, but at least we finally have answers. These two have honestly had more relationships in the space of, what, not even a year than I've had hot dinners. And these are just the ones that I know about. Imagine how many I don't know about. Honestly, I am so exhausted by this whole segment, by this whole saga, by this whole relationship. Either this is like the best PR strategy ever and we've all been taken for a ride and played a goddamn fool or this relationship has more ups and downs and twists and turns (laughs) than me trying to navigate my anxiety on Valium. So, yes, to summarize, Jake and Sophie have broken up, but by the time this goes to air, who knows where we will be at. (laughs) By tomorrow, they will probably be announcing that they're getting married, have two kids on the way and have purchased a Tarago or something like that. So apologies in advance if this information is outdated by the time it reaches your ears it is a fast moving beast guys you've got to keep up warning oh my god okay let's focus that's all the tea i've got for you guys today if that was enough tea for one day don't forget if you haven't already jump onto the patreon i've left a link in the show notes as i've got a bonus married at first sight q a episode still up on there where i've spilled some serious hot tea Go and have a listen now. Make sure you subscribe. I have bonus pictures, videos, DMs, and all of that stuff being uploaded on there multiple times a week. In addition to the Instagram page, of course, it is just tea too hot for anywhere else since haters gonna hate. Guys, you know the drill. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only, of course. Even a 4.5 star, let's be honest. But anything below that, don't bother. While you're there, leave me a review in the podcast apps. I am a narcissistic bitch who reads them all. If you want tea poured in your cup multiple times a day, follow me on Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore, Twitter at SoDramaticPod, and don't forget to join the Facebook group, the infamous cult of 10,000 people now. And for everything else, including the merch, head to SoDramaticMedia.com. Drama Army, please keep sending in your tips and receipts. No hate mail, please. I already get enough of that from X Reality TV. <laughs> 
contestants. <laughs> Guys, I am so excited about the next episode. I have another explosive interview with a current Married at First Sight star, someone you have all been begging me to get on the show. So do not miss that. Mark your diaries now, set your alarms and throw a goddamn party. Goodbye, good riddance and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.